Welcome to Mended Teacups podcast. We're sitting with our cups of tea in our own homes, doing our self-isolated podcast recording and uh, sharing with you about some of our homemade experiences and ideas. Uh, Molly, perhaps you tell what we're going to talk about this time. Okay, so we're going, thanks Helen, we're going to talk about how we spend meaningful, how we can spend time with each other. Now, that seems a really odd um, topic because actually we are... 24 7 with our families at the moment and some of us that's a blessing some of it's just an absolute nightmare and probably for most of us it's a little bit of in between um, but I don't know about anybody else who's listening but I find that for me I think we're into week three week four of lockdown and we are all together which is my, hu- my husband is out at work he works in the NHS so he's obviously out at work but the rest of us are all here and which is lovely in many ways but actually with older children, I, this is probably quite different with younger children, but with slightly older children, we are very much doing our separate things. And we, for a lot of the time, we've got to the end of the, this sort of second week of the school holidays and um, towards the end of the second week of school holidays. And I realised actually during these school holidays, I haven't actually, I've hardly read, I've read very small amount, which is what I often do a lot of, to our girls, um, whereas I spend a lot of time with them normally. and. Um, I haven't done any craft with them. I haven't done any art with them. Sort of the main thing I've done with them is taking them out for walks, which neither of them want to do. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so, so I wouldn't say I've massively had quality time with them, even though I've had an excess of time, but probably less quality time than normal. So we just thought it would be a really good idea to, to talk about how we can, how in a sense we can redeem this time. It's nothing, it's not anything any of us would have chosen. It is extremely difficult, challenging time for us all. Um, for some who are actually going through illness and, um, or loss and financial difficulties, it's hugely, hugely challenging and difficult. But I think for most of us, it's not, it's not an easy time. But, but actually... I guess as a Christian, I, I do believe God, we, we do have a God who redeems, we can make good out of something. And so it's how we can within this see opportunity and make something good out of, out of this time. And one of those good things would be to build on relationships within our families. So Helen, how have you been either able to do that already, which I know you have, um, and ideas for the future? Well, yes, it, it is an irony, isn't it? And I had realised that yeah we, we are all together in this house and yet not actually together as much as I would have liked and uh, I, I surprised my daughter by saying we, you know we need to find some family time and she was she was very surprised at me well, what do you mean you know we we're here together all the time and I said well they're actually because we've got our different tasks especially like you say with the older children the teenagers we've got our different things we're doing and we're in different parts of the house at different times so actually making sure we have time together is is still something that we have to carve out and be very intentional about we usually have our main meal together often we'll have our other meal in the day together as well but that doesn't always happen just because of things that people are want, are interested in doing or the ones who got up late don't want lunch at the same time as the ones who got up early <laughs> so yes just looking for times to do things together and trying to make sure we actually connect as a family so one of the things that I've been finding has been quite fun is the fact that since we don't have to whiz off after dinner rush off to our various activities any at the moment the the after dinner conversation can just take a little bit longer and that's been quite fun and quite interesting sometimes it's difficult isn't it because 
is finding something that everybody wants to talk about. <laughs> but um, so sometimes you need, you can go online and find that 10 things to talk about in your family, you know, 10 conversation starters or something and try one of those to just get the ball rolling. But sometimes topics come up naturally, don't they? And listening to each other, chatting about, we've had, had interesting conversations about whether we're arguing or discussing. That's been a good one. So what sort of things are you thinking of doing? How, how are you going to spend time as a family and find that meaningful time? And are you talking about the whole family or are you talking about each child individually? What, what sort of things are you thinking about? Um, I think that's great. I think that's a great idea about arguing or discussing. I think that will be one of the things we will next do in our, our next dinner time. <laughs> that's a great question. Um, I think both really. I think within our whole family, there are there are things we do together. We do like you. We tend to eat. Um, we tend to have our evening meal together. We quite often, those of us who are home, have our lunch time together, but not always, but quite often. So therefore, we do talk over meal times like you do. But I think it's also individual with individual kids as well. So I've started on a Wednesday night. The boys and I were going to. Uh, play board games together my husband uh, doesn't get home till late so and he's done in by the time he gets home so he you know wouldn't be able to be involved in that but um but but that's that's really fun and actually we played um the shuffle game somebody gave us a shuffle game of like trivial pursuits and uh, my second one our child who watches quite a bit of youtube and he he outstripped the two of us the older one and me you know without he just knew everything and so now whenever when he gets all off YouTube, so now whenever he's sitting with on YouTube, I say, "Oh, you're doing your revision again, then are you?" <laughs> so, so that's a really fun thing. But I have been thinking of different ways for for each individual child as well that I can that you know I can't take them out to the garden centre to have a look around or for a cup of tea somewhere. Um, but would there be ways that you know each week I could do something with one individual child? Maybe it's it's going for a walk. Except the boys walk much quicker than I do now. Um, you know, so would it be doing that? Would it be for the girls because they're younger? It's kind of easier. You know, they can come in and I can do a special tea time for them, kind of thing. So, so I, so I, but I do think that that individual time somehow or other we could do and I and I realized that if you've got younger children that's quite difficult because because you can't expect two of them to to um to occupy themselves while you have you know give a special tea and cake to one of the other ones so I think playing doing things where you're kind of properly present with them I set out a nice little kind of a Easter springtime poetry tea time and I laid all the table out for the girls yesterday because I thought actually I really haven't spent much together time with them and it was lovely and we just sat on the picnic mat and we read some of the read loud which we had kind of forgotten about for the last week and read some poems together and um, the boys just grabbed their cake and ran <laughs> and, um, but that's fine so I think it's doing different things doing you know maybe having um sitting with them while they do while they do their art and the craft normally I'll set them up and then I'll disappear but actually maybe I could sit at the table with them and chat as as we do the art and craft together and obviously poetry tea time we'll talk about that parents who don't do that maybe normally but that's a lovely way to spend time with children um, and then and then certainly things with teenagers I'm still mulling that over how I can get individual time I think it will involve food um, with my teenage boys so and you've had some lovely family ideas well haven't you well yes yesterday it was um, my son's birthday and we were trying to work out how to make the birthday a bit special but we've been I had the idea to do the world cup of 
well, it was Marvel characters, something that we could all talk about over lunch, something that he was interested in. And we did a World Cup, which is where you choose 16 and then you pair them up and you debate amongst yourselves who wins each one. So you vote for each in each pair who wins on whatever criteria you decide. It doesn't have to be the most powerful, whatever, you, you know, the one you, you like best. And then you've once you whittle down your 16 to eight, then you whittle them down to four and two, and then you have the, the big fight off in the end. So I did that because it was his birthday and he's interested in Marvel characters. And I thought that would be a fun thing to do over lunch. But actually that really got them interested. And we thought of different sets of characters we could do more World Cups for. And now they've planned that we're going to do eight World Cups, of different characters. And then we're going to fight off between the winners of each one at the end of it. <laughs> but that made for really interesting discussions. And, you know, you're what you try and do is for each character you get one of you to speak for each character and then you all vote on which one you want so that brought up all sorts of debates about well this character is a, a, a better character or this character is more interesting or this one's more strong or weak or whatever <laughs> we had we had very interesting chats about that so we've now done three we've done we started with marvel characters we've done uh, 16 characters from jane austen stories 16 characters from the lord of the rings yeah so it'll be an interesting fight off at the end <laughs> sounds such fun i just love that idea <laughs> um, so, um, but i think what you're saying about uh spending time where your children actually are i think that's quite important and and yeah i think i'm quite it's quite easy for me to say to sort of think well that child is gamefully active and that's fine i've set them up with whatever they need to do they can go and do it that's great but actually sometimes just sitting watching them or being there alongside while they're doing it just that makes that connection doesn't it and uses that time instead of while they're doing xyz you're doing the washing up perhaps you can sit with them while they're doing xyz perhaps you can encourage one of them to help you with the washing up you know it's um making those connections doing the i my my daughter was busy working on some of her studies so i just literally sat in her room and talk to her about what she was studying and in actual fact then I was able to kind of read through some stuff and chat over with her and give her a little bit of extra input and that was a bit of time when we had time together that um, normally I would just leave her to herself in that study time. Mm. Um, I was I just thinking about sorry I was just thinking about we talked about having longer conversations at the table what what would you what would your advice be when you've got smaller children who don't want to stay at the table can can you have long conversations when you've got kids small kids what do you think? I think it's harder with small kids. Certainly one, one of ours is younger and emotionally she sort of has, I guess, some additional emotional um, needs, character. <laughs> um, and, and it is certainly harder. So, so I have to say often, I will just say, you know, why don't you go off and play kind of thing. But, but I, th I, think, it's, I think it's different. I think, you, I think we certainly can have conversations with, young, with younger children. I'm just trying to remember back. I don't think they would you're not going to talk about world politics probably um but you can talk about different things that happen very relevant to them and in their lives and we I mean something that works quite well is actually if we've been reading a, a story together a book together and then ask a few questions about that book you know well who do you think was the bravest character in in that book and it's really interesting that the kind of things they come up with or or which one do you think, do, which one of those do you think would be a, a, a good friend to you? Or is there anybody who you, who, who you would relate to in, in, that, in that story? And actually that for us, that's quite a good way of being able to kind of 
to to talk at a slightly deeper level on on with with younger children I don't know what about Mm. you well it's quite nice going through the books I think it's really is and when we've occasionally had that opportunity when we've read a been rereading a book with the younger child then we can discuss it because the older one or two remember it and we can chat about it oh yes I remember that book so it brings it back to mind for the older ones then you can have those yeah those sort of conversations I don't think I don't think I think it's counterproductive to make a child sit at the table no we are talking together (laughs) to a a certain extent I think there's there's a time and a place to say to children no we're not quite ready to leave the table you know we're, we're still having a nice family time together would you like to sit on my knee instead of on your chair whatever it might be but then there comes a point where it's that's it's just counterproductive. It's not helping anybody, and it's certainly not helping you develop a decent relationship when you're forcing your child to sit where they don't, really don't want to sit. But I think you can you can increase their um, their capacity to sit there by just thinking to yourself, okay, I'm just going to make them sit for another twenty seconds or thirty seconds before before I say yes, it's time for you to get down because you because that's a development opportunity for them as well and they might discover that in those 20 or 30 seconds someone says something that's very interesting to them and they want to stay and find out some more so one I can say one last thought actually wasn't something from um, me but uh, somebody posted on our home ed page that our home ed group page about that sometimes she will just lie on the floor with maybe some toys around her and just watch wait for the kids to come and play with her and um, I certainly do that with a book sometimes if they're really playing up I'll just sit and kind of start reading and you know a picture book or something or something they'll come but but I thought that was a lovely idea and actually that's amazing what will happen five minutes ten minutes over playing playing with with Lego or or something um and I and I think that often that 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 builds a connection and and conversations can come from that yes so like you say I think there's there's people who are home educating who've always wanted to and as at the moment listening to this there's people who are home educating unexpectedly aren't there and I think if we can use the time to make those connections and enjoy being with each other I think that can be a really that could be a really positive time thing from this time can't it we're really glad you've been listening to us we hope that some of what we've said has been helpful please do comment uh, send us your emails your experiences tell us where we've got things wrong or right and look forward to hearing from you and speaking to you again later thank you